I talked to a plastic surgeon. The plastic surgeon said everything's fine. It's they're overreacting. I go, Dad, you're going to trust a plastic surgeon over the director of the World Health Organization, the CDC, and the Allergy and Effective Disease Organization. Are you out of your fucking mind? I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Ape Cast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. Well, welcome, Dana. This is a pleasure. It's it's nice Hi. to talk to somebody who actually listens rather than talks and talks and talks and talks and talks. What? <laughs> oh, well, I'll, t- I'll take that as a compliment. Um... I don't, uh, we, well, we better get this moving before the edible kicks in. Um, Don doesn't, uh... Don doesn't feel well. Don, Don isn't shy about sharing. No, he's just, he just felt like sharing. Because uh, you and I were talking after the last podcast, and he was like, oh, this sounds kind of interesting. <clears throat> yeah, we're really good. So, we're, we're good. We're really good. good. People. Um, Don has just um, volunteered himself out of a job. Uh, for the listener, if you're not sure, oh, this is, we're talking to producer Dana here. Uh, Dana German, one of our writers, Hi, a poet. Uh, Don's wife, which is why she's so so easily can just slide right into his chair because yeah, he's not here today. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm so stripper in charge. How are you? How are you doing? How's it? Are you dead yet? Uh, I've uh, playfully dubbed this um, moment in our national zeitgeist the Spring of Doom. Um, I think Spring of Doom has a nice ring to it. It does. I was talking with a uh, uh, a friend who lives in Philadelphia, he teaches at Temple University, uh, among a couple others, and basically everything's gone online yeah. for him. Um, he teaches film and, uh, you know, for him it, it might be a little bit easier uh, for this stuff to happen, but there's just there's so much that's kind of up in the air. I'm I'm also I'm calling it kind of a scamdemic. I mean, I would really n- like to not receive any more emails about from <laughs> from corporate entities about how you're cleaning your things. Yeah, I got I got an email making, from yeah. I would from really Timex. Like to, I got an email from Vinyl Me, please. Or like we're we're taking extra precautions. Like that's that's great. I like. Okay. Of course you are. You should be taking these anyway. Why aren't Shut I getting up. emails from you normally like, hey, everybody, we have toilet paper in our bathrooms, like just normal everyday stuff. Like you should be cleaning everything a little more right now. Because I don't... it's fashionable to do right. so. That's why. We're it, Yeah, it's an interesting situation because my, you know, my day job is we do a, a lot of our businesses live events. You know, it's mm-hmm. experiential brand activation, other buzz, you know, marketing buzzword stuff. Um, yes. So we've taken this hit because everybody's obviously we can't do live events. So there's this shift to virtual events or upgrading our comms work, you know, our communication work. Right. And like it's it's scary. I mean, there's already been layoffs and businesses are going away and the economy is going to take a dump because of this. And it's already being hurt. And I just like I mean, it. I don't think I'm going to die. I don't think. Anybody um, I know is uh, going to die? Unfortunately, 
we're not going to die. We're we're not going to die. But like, um, we had to cancel Harry's birthday party yesterday, or yeah. I'd say it was on Saturday, because um, he's my son is two years old today as this drops on a Monday. Hey, happy birthday, Harry! That yeah. um, let's get back to Harry at some point because I wanted to ask you a couple questions yeah. about how he's doing. In light of my father's birthday coming up, I'll say more about that in a second. Yeah. It's, this seems to be like a refreshing break from all the hackneyed wokery getting thrown around. Yeah. But it's not, it's not as refreshing as all that. It's um, more weird and kind of scary and a little like post-apocalyptic. And then, and you know, we were talking earlier about a, uh, a playlist. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear more about some of your favorite like post-apocalyptic films, stuff that you well, I can't stop thinking like about watching since this like kicked in. I can't stop thinking about the movie Contagion. Oh my god, I don't think I've ever I've ever seen it. What's the so what's it's the premise? it's Gwyneth Paltrow. It's got a it's like a A list you know rundown of all the oh. A list actors. Um, Gwyneth okay, Paltrow, um, Matt Damon, um, what's her name? The Rose from Titanic. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Kate Winslet, Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. Um, and a slew of others and basically and the, the reason I keep thinking about it I think it's so apropos to this is because the disease whatever the hell it is it starts in like a Chinese wet market which is mm. basically where where COVID-19 began you know in Wahoo China or what did I say Wahoo China? Wuhan Wuhan Wahoo Wuhan um yeah, so I, I, yeah, Contagion is a good one. Outbreak, mm. 12 Monkeys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 28 those Days Later. 28 Days Later, quiet, yeah. Quiet Earth, The Quiet Earth. No. I think it's, it, maybe it's just Quiet Earth. Uh, this is an Australian film, and it's, uh, pretty sure it's from the 80s. It's, um, it's odd, man. This, this guy wakes up and basically no one's around. Huh. He wakes up and he's all by himself. Sounds like a dream. And it's it's very dreamlike. Oh, and I mean like he's the dream. Along, it sounds like the dream. <laughs> <laughs> like my Close. dream. Like Close. Yeah. Um yeah, and uh and I won't I won't spoil it cuz it's really worth watching. Eventually he does find some people and yeah. things happen. Um but at one point, he he leaves his apartment. This is one of my favorite scenes because he leaves his apartment. And he's like, uh, "This is ridiculous. I got to move up in the world." <laughs> and he goes and he breaks into a really nice villa or chalet or something like that. And he ends up um, like opening a bottle of champagne and dropping a raw egg into the champagne and just yeah, protein. It. And sure. it was like, yeah, um, very very decadent for the moment. I've always um, I've always wanted to drink a raw egg and I've never had the guts to do it. What uh, did, what brought that on? Did, is this like a um, uh, probably from the movie Rocky Cocktail? Thing, no, or? it's a cocktail thing. Oh, there you go. It's the, a cocktail uh, thing. The red eye. You ever make a red eye and it's like tomato juice, an egg, and a Tylenol, or in a beer? Maybe it's a beer, tomato juice, yeah. a raw egg, and Tylenol. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah, and I just I've never I never maybe I should have that today. You crush up the Tylenol, or you just throw it in? There I think you too? just throw it in there and chug the whole thing wow yeah are you hungover would that help no i mean probably it's i I, i'm sure it's a cure-all for the hangover (laughs) yeah i i kind of want to try that that's yeah no because i've never done that either i i don't think it you know my stomach would be very happy with me necessarily we should do that (laughs) we should do that like right now i'm into it um into it 
Yeah. What are your so What are your your go to apocalyptic films? Um. Well, Quiet Earth Quiet always Earth, comes yeah. to mind. Uh, any of the Mad Max, um, especially <laughs> Fury Road. I, I a, love it so much. I had a buddy tell me that he was um, um, to prepare his his two year old, almost three year old twin daughters for the apocalypse. He's showing the Max Mary Ma- Max Mad Fury Road, or mm-hmm. Mad Mad Max. Mm-hmm. What is it, Max Mad Mad? Mad oh God, Max. Mm-hmm. it's happening. And then Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yep. <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> that suddenly reminds me of like the first time that I fell asleep uh, while watching a movie and woke up at the end credits and was like, oh no, I'm old. It's happening. <laughs> I want to start falling asleep when movies are playing. When did that happen? Is that not a normal thing? Because that happens to me all the time. Um, no, it, uh, my, the, well, the running joke was my dad would, um, you know, we'd put on a movie. We'd go rent something. It would be hours at the video store trying to get this guy to pick something out. Yeah. We get home. He pops it in. You know, if he's not sucked in or if he hasn't had, you know, a little bit of stimulus or something like that. Or like the cocktail kicks in or something. Yeah. And, and 45 minutes in, he's out. He's out cold. Yeah. So. God, I love it, falling it asleep during movies, me. though. I mean, I hate to miss them, but like. Maybe not even movies. I just love falling asleep to television. Ah, that's better. Because I can come in and out of it, and it's yeah, like that's that's very acceptable. And if mm-hmm. you if you do it like on the History Channel, when the History Channel is showing actual history documentary stuff, mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. American Pickers or whatever the fuck that is, um, or PBS like American um, the American Experience or anything by Ken Burns, that's that's cool stuff. Sure, that's cool stuff because you have these oh, like yeah. weird yeah. these weird nap dreams. About baseball and civil war. Yeah, yeah, and that's the. I mean, that's the stuff that I want to have yeah. weird dreams about. My guilty pleasure is going onto YouTube and watching extended videos of really stupid beauty guru bitches going through <laughs> all of their makeup and being like, "Oh my god, how did I get so many lippies?" What's a lippie? I, I spent lip gloss, lip product and they call lip them lippies nonsense. yeah all right um oh oh the lingo will just make you cringe um i mean collectively <laughs> as a nation we're realizing we're not as good as we thought we were and this this really this really sends it home yeah so how serious um, are you taking this because there is i feel there's a degree of like <laughs> it's a fine line between this is the end and ah it's all a hoax um, it's not as fine as you think. We're all walking in, on that line yeah. somewhere in between it. So, um, but Don and I are talking about this every morning and I think he's right. I think that we haven't seen the worst of it. It's no. probably going to get a little bit worse before it gets better. Um, and there's some precautions that it just makes sense to take. Like it's kind of, it's a bummer that all these buffets are closing, but <laughs> it makes sense to do that. That's the first thing that should have closed. Like, yeah, the minute there's yeah. any kind of outbreak anywhere, buffets around the world should just go. Yep, we're done. C- cut it. <laughs> it's like it's like when swimming pools or like lakes. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when you see lightning anywhere, yeah. everybody out of the water. That's it. Uh huh. So I don't care where it happens. Buffets need to shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this week in particular has been. Um, 
I, I know everybody's talked about this too because you've noticed it. So you start with the time change. You got a full moon going on. There's yeah. Friday the 13th. And I was talking with some students because I work at a tutoring center now about Triscodecophobia. And they were like, oh my God, what's that? Yeah, what is that? It sounds no, like a it, delicious cracker. Triscodecophobia? It's the uh, being fear afraid of, of number. Being afraid 14. of Triscuit crackers? <laughs> I ain't afraid of no Triscuits. Ah! Oh, it's a yeah. Ritz? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I will. Um, I I'm gonna continue to take vitamins and go dumpster diving. Everybody, there's my my fine line <laughs> that I walk is not fine. It is wide. It are is you really dumpster? Di- said, are you really dumpster diving? Well, I like I mean, I technically this? went yesterday. I didn't go into the dumpster. I don't. I don't ever crawl into the. I mean, dumpster diving is like a general term for like. Yeah. Let's go peek in the garbage and see if anything stands out. Yeah. Um. I found some awesome clothes yesterday. I can't complain. I'm wearing an, a, one of the items that I found. I found this t-shirt on the street. It says Diarrhea Planet on the back. Does it really? I'm ready to no, go. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It's, they're probably a band or something like that. Diarrhea Planet. Yeah. I'm kind of experiencing Diarrhea Planet in my house right now. Uh, is that uh, you or Harry or Katie? What's up? Katie is not feeling well. Oh, no. It's a little concerning, and I, I need to... Like, has, has the virus shifted to attack the gastrointestinal system? Like, is, is she that, dying right now? That I don't know. No, I, th- I just think she's probably experiencing some typical gastrointestinal distress, we which did, can present because of anything. Like, your body's just like, okay, get it out. Get yeah, it out. We clean did, it out. We did have Peace Pizza yesterday. And I'm not blaming Peace Pizza, but that was a significant chunk of, our, dicey. of our meal. Of our meals Peace yesterday. tastes good, but it's dicey about how you feel afterwards. Yeah. There's a place in Chicago called Glenn's Diner. Everybody can eat there. It's up on Montrose. Everybody can eat there, no problem. Yep. I I ate there twice. I felt super weird afterwards. Yeah. Each time. So it's one of those. Ooh, no, 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 yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm worried about. Her. I want her to feel. I want her to feel better. Mm-hmm. And I know she feels terrible, but I. I it's just. It's kind of funny because she's like. I think Molly's really concerned about me because she won't leave me alone. And and I, does she know I'm dying? Aww. And Katie's like really upset. <laughs> does like, she I know need I'm you, dying? I, need, I think she knows hyperbolic? I'm dying. Yeah. Katie. I need you to stay away because somebody has Stop to take it. care of Harry. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, no. Okay. You sweetheart. I'll stay I away. You. <laughs> I'll stay away, but not not because I'm worried that you're... That you're gonna die, gonna or that die. you're gonna get me sick, and I'm gonna die. But because it smells like an upside down outhouse in here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's why I'm gonna. Yeah. Stay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's weird. My dad was telling me that he calls me up. I I think on Friday, and he goes, "Yada Palooza was canceled. Yada Palooza. Yada Palooza is is a." There's a screwy little boat show at Crowley's Yacht Club. Thing. It's yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's where we keep our boats in the winter, and it's yeah. just. And I go, well, yeah, yeah, it's canceled. He goes, the, the temple closed too, and I go, yeah, Dad, you can't have big it's gatherings right now. Like this is, yeah. oh, it's all it's all nonsense. We're still they haven't canceled our play in Munster on Sunday, and I go, you're not going to a play in Munster, Indiana on Sunday. Yeah. One, they're gonna cancel it, and two, if they don't, uh-huh. they're idiots, and three, if they don't, they're idiots, and you're not going. You're almost 70 years old. You yeah. are. You have type two Please diabetes. Don't. Please do yeah. not go. David, it's fine. I was in court the other day. I didn't get anything. I 
I talked to a plastic surgeon. Didn't present immediately. <laughs> he His goes, hives. I talked to a plastic surgeon. The plastic surgeon said everything's fine. It's they're overreacting. I go, Dad, you're going to trust a plastic surgeon over the director of the World Health Organization, the CDC, and the Allergy and Infective Disease Organization. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's fine. You're, you're being it's a fine. hypochondriac. So he texts The strip so I, club isn't closed. <laughs> I went there after I visited the dermatologist. It's fine. So he goes, I saw Jennifer like I always do. It's fine. I, <laughs> my dad goes to the lunch special. He goes and sees Karen. Hi, I'm Karen. Hey, Jim. Oh. Do you want your macaroni and cheese? It's the Thursday special. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so it's it's a buffet and a strip club. Yeah. The, That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, <laughs> okay. And my dad is like their norm, you know? They walk in, they go, Jim! <laughs> and they all sound like they've been smoking six packs a day since Jim. they were 11, you know? Jim, I made the succotash myself by a dance. <laughs> <laughs> I do love succotash. <laughs> it's hard to pass up a good strip club succotash. Mm, right? Yummy. Right. But yeah, so then he t- I, I get, I was all furious because I was like, we're, like this week was a weird week at work. There were layoffs, just like we're, you know, we're all working from home. It's just, it's really stressful and strange. And yeah. And so this is like, it's 6.30 on Friday and I'm already just, I'm tired, I'm stressed and, um, and then dad drops this insanity on me that he's listening to a plastic surgeon over the, you know, World Health Organization. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's like, David, do you know how many how many nipples he's reconstructed? Oh, well, that makes it okay then. Fine. Uh, <laughs> so I sent this, like, long, scathing text to every other member of my family. Like, will someone please c- talk to dad and con- convince him to not do da-da-da-da-da? And so then he's really pissed. And I talked to my brother yesterday. And my brother's like, yeah, dad's pissed at all of us because we... <laughs> Because we jumped on his ass about it. Sure. Uh, but then this morning, my dad sends me a text saying, they canceled the play. Mm-hmm. And I just you wrote, did. and I wrote back, well, thank our lucky plastic surgeons. So we'll see if he ever speaks to me again. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank, yeah, that's. Thank the lucky reconstructed nipples. So weird. That everybody gets to stay home for a minute. Like, I'm not afraid to walk out of the house, but. Avoid, oh. avoid big gatherings. Avoid like it. Just yeah. let's be a little safe because we don't know what's happening with this thing. Like, it's spreading well, fast, yeah. and it's more. It's really deadly if you get it at a certain age and you're compromised in any way. You know, if your immune system is compromised, yeah. Because I I have plane tickets to go visit her in Harrisburg. I haven't seen her in over a year, and. I, apropos of nothing, I just wrote her a a quick text and was like, you know, I just, I would feel terrible if in the course of my travel, I ended up bringing you something, you know, she, she's remarried, her husband's over 70. Mm -hmm. Um, and she wrote back like, I'm really tired of hearing about all this, you know, this is just, it's throwing a screw in my plans and, and things like that. So, and you know, everybody's come around to being okay with it in their own way. But I love that, you know, my mom was like, screw that. And then my dad has plans to come to Vegas next week. Uh, cause his birthday's at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, as, and as far as I know, I talked to him two days ago, he sounded great. And they're on board. They're going to come spend a couple nights at the Stratosphere and then um, go visit my brother in Sedona. So, you know, they're going to run a car and they're 
gonna they're, run around. They're gonna do it though. They're gonna go. So see, my, my mom was working at a hotel. She was on a contract down in Austin, and they sent her home because it's like we see. Yeah, Vac- vacations are you know if the only thing that kind of makes me a little uh, about the whole thing is if airlines decide they're gonna shut down, then we're really we're really stuck. Um, and that's a lot, man. That is well, we have cars a and lot trains. of revenue. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, but that's a lot of revenue lost, and um, you know it's going to be a crazy summer trying to uh, not reimburse, but people are going to want to cash in their their yeah. vouchers and things that they're going to end up getting for this. I mean, we're supposed to go to Israel in June for my dad's seventieth oh birthday. He's flying the whole family out to Israel. Wow. And it's like I was concerned. We're going to get in the van yeah. <laughs> i was first concerned like well we're gonna get kidnapped and get our heads cut off then i was concerned that we were gonna go to war with mm. iran and that not iran israel. was gonna nuke israel and no. now i'm just concerned that well one it's gonna be not canceled which is which is fine because i kind of don't care about israel mm, I, I don't know though i think things might bounce back during that time i mean hopefully because i know this is important to my dad but again if he keeps trying to go to plays in munster indiana he might not make it to june so your dad is the spring of doom he is he's yeah 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 no he's he's uh, his approach to doctors is um he's like on he's like like two neighborhoods down from anti-vaxxers i feel sometimes you know like just that Mm. insane like you don't need to go to a doctor for this dad it's literally a lump growing out of your arm saying i am cancer i am cancer get me removed that's nothing (laughs) no seriously i will kill you ah come on well, every okay, so everybody has uh, different feelings about their own dad, and they, you know, <laughs> after after a while, as an adult person, you intimately yeah. understand your own dad's issues. Yeah. And as a guy, you know, you're a dad too. So, what advice do you have for my six uh, about to be sixty five year old father? Honestly, don't come to Vegas right now. Like, that's <laughs> that's it. That's that's pre- it. That's it. Just stay home, chill out. Come come, on, come by later. Man. I know. It sucks that you're... What's his name? Your dad's name? David. David, listen. <laughs> let, me, let me talk to you straight. From one guy who writes his... Who From starts his Dave name with a D. To another Dave. <laughs> and then ends it with another D. Hear me out, bro. It sucks. Your birthday's coming up. You want to spend it with your daughter. You want to spend it with your, your wife, Right, he's got a, a wife. He's not. He's not remarried. No. Even better, he, just like your girlfriend. When I hit that shit yeah, up in a, a in a Vegas hotel, I get that. I totally get that. But don't do it right now. She also has type two diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Dave. Can I call you Dave? No. Yeah, he prefers that actually. My brother right. and I call him Dave All for right, the Dave. most part. Listen. <laughs> protect your girlfriend. Protect yourself. Protect your kids. Mm. Don't mm-hmm. do it right now. Don't get on a nasty-ass mm-hmm. plane to go to the nasty-ass stratosphere. And look, I worked at the stratosphere for a long time, Dave. It's not the cleanest place. Even if they're wiping it down, it's still... It's like there's excrapular at one end of the strip, and mm-hmm. then just barely cleaner is the stratosphere at the other end. So just like... The stratosphere. Be cool, man. You'll get... <laughs> this will This will pass. If we treat it yes. right, it will pass. We'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You'll get that plane... You'll get that plane voucher... You'll come to Las Vegas. You'll get to see Dana. You'll go to Sedona and see your son. Everything will be great. Just postpone it. That's all. 
We had to yeah, postpone I mean, only... my son's second birthday party. <coughs> well, um, and Dana's coughing that's... right now, Dave. She's already uh, her, she's just... already compromised. I'm waking up. Things are moving. Um, <laughs> well, and the the only reason why I can see this kind of the world put on hold is so that yeah, it gives people who are really working on this a chance to um, figure it the fuck out. Figure it out. Yeah. 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 So how's Harry doing? Harry's fine. I'm sorry his party was canceled. Yeah, I mean... He's, it's hard to believe that he's two. He seems older to me. Like he's been around for a longer time. It does feel like he's been around for be a very long time. Two. Yeah, but no, he'll he'll be two. Yeah, today. I mean, Monday as this thing drops. Um, I mean, look, he's two years old. He doesn't care about like the cancellation that he doesn't understand the concept that like his grandparents aren't here on Saturday yeah. to like sing happy birthday. And then birthday. you need to keep your hand out of your mouth. Right. It doesn't translate. Right. Yeah. But we did we made we did have a birthday party for him. Um our friend Tommy Beardmore was happened to be coming through town. No oh, great. Um to see his he's like he you know, he's an actor in New York and all the work, all the auditions, mm. everything's been canceled. So he's come home yeah. to be with his family for a couple of weeks cuz um his mom's not doing so hot right now. She's she's a little sick. Not with now coronavirus, but Right. So he's like, yeah, I'm coming home. So he flew into O'Hare. His brother Brian picked him up, so they stopped over. And we did have like a little mini birthday party for Harry because Harry loves Aww. Tommy. Um, so yeah, Katie made the cake. Um, he's got some presents. And like we sang happy birthday. He blew out the candles. So like he had a really good day. He yeah. just, he just, we just didn't have like the big the birthday blowout. party. Well, so if you had the party, what were you guys going to do? Basically same thing. We would have ordered pizza. We would have had, you know, more food out um we would have had the same birthday mm. cake and just like but grandparents would have been there and cu- yeah. and aunts and uncles and a cousin you know mm-hmm. so i mean it wasn't that much and we would have cleaned our house a little bit you know sure. <laughs> we would have yeah. like moved some okay. things out you of the way you would have just but... made made some things presentable we would have folded so a blanket is he, yeah <laughs> is he um is he launching full into terrible tutum right now like what's your what's your favorite thing about him what's your favorite activity to do with him when you guys hang out Honest, well, here's something he did yesterday that I was like, Katie, you need to pay attention to this. You need to be filming this or something. He, so he, Tommy brought him a gift and it was um, like just little inflatable balls. It was a basketball, mm-hmm. soccer ball, and a football. And he comes over to me with the, with this football or the basketball in his hand and he grabs me by the other hand and he goes, Daddy, come play. Daddy, come play ball. Ah. My son. Asked me to play catch. Asked you to play ball with him. Like, that's like, uh, is there anything more American than that? It's like, it's the movie, it's Field of Dreams. Hey, Dad, want to have a catch? You know, that's when every man mm. ever, like, bursts into tears because it's daddy issues, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just daddy. So, like, we're sitting there playing. Daddy and, can like, stand alone. Like, so I guess the, the coolest thing is that, like, he just, he, like, wants to play. Like, he just, whatever he yeah. wants to do, like, he just wants... To hang out with me and, and play with me, which is cool. Um, his yeah. terrible twos are fine. I mean, like, whatever. Like, he loses his he just, mind. He over strikes some... me as a really, uh, like, g- happy-go-lucky kid. He doesn't get yeah. stressed out by too much. If you don't let him play with something and explore and, like, try to take apart the Roomba, then he'll right. he'll do a little freaky dance. But Yeah, he's, he's uh, when he gets really tired, he becomes, I mean, he's, he's a, well, he's a tiddler. Kid, yeah. yeah, like, he's... he's... He has his little moments, and you you deal with them. It, it, it doesn't bother me. Like that shit mm. does not bother me. It cool. twists Katie up 
into a thousand different figure eights, you know, like it. Oh yeah. I would feel the same way too if I had a kid. I mean, this stuff's fascinating to me because I don't yeah. have one and I don't want one. So yeah, but, but I'm just so like, I just want to hear everybody else's like, I'm like, no, this isn't, you're not spin. like you cannot eat or you cannot drink daddy's whiskey. Like you just, I'm sorry. I know you want to ah! sip. I know daddy will share his milk with you. Daddy will share his water, but you Here, can't. I'll, I'll, let me, let me dip my finger in and I'll wipe it under your nose and then you'll smell the whiskey yeah, for I guess the I next should do that. 10 minutes and gag. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But it's shit like that. It's like, you know, like you can't, you can't open the door and walk down the stairs right now. Like you just can't. Yeah. Eh, fuck off, Bye-bye's kid. Bye-bye's is big trouble without an adult. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but no, That's I mean, true. he's, yeah, he's, it is weird that he's two. I mean, it's. It's not. I a, swear to God, it seems like he should be three already. Well, it, he's At also least. been like, he was, a, a topic of conversation for nine months before, his birthday. Yes. You know, so it's like yes, almost like true. three years that we've been dealing that's with this true. little this little booger. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you okay? Yeah. So here's an annoying ass, stupid ass. You're gonna want to reach through the iPad and smack me question because <laughs> you get it all the time from people. Do you guys want to have another one? Are you guys going to work on another one soon? You know, I don't get that question as often as you might think. Oh, I don't. Good. I don't know how how much Katie gets it, but yes, it is like it is a. It's out there. I'm sure. It was. We got it a lot, like right after Harry was born, which I think is the weirdest time to do it. Yeah. Like your question now is like a reasonable time to ask that question. Okay, a two-year-old. That's about the time that parents start planning like a good separation. Like that's. That's a normal time to ask that question. Uh, we have not really had the conversation about it. I, we'll probably have another one, um, but we're not like chomping at the bit to sure, you know, to go bang. That said, Katie's convinced that this is going to cause a baby boom. This quarantine, this this uh, social distancing. That's, that has been talked about. She goes, yes. it's either baby that boom or divorce boom. Like that's ooh, because <laughs> when you're holding maybe up with a little your bit wife, of both. Yeah. Right, I know. <laughs> all these, all, all these divorce babies. Oh no. Oh, divorce babies. Oh. Yeah, that's sad. Well, should, should we go into six things? Uh, well, let's really quick. Let's Is talk about. I want to talk about um, our playlist. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking, like, all right, if you're stranded on a desert island, like, what records you take with you? But if you're stranded at home. What is the playlist that you use? Not because you're limited. Because if we're stranded at home, we're not limited to anything, mm. right? Like. We have the books we have, but we have the fucking internet. As long as the internet doesn't shit out, we'll all be okay. Right. So yeah. I was like, all right. So I can what... still sort of stream things on Bandcamp. Yeah. So like, so... What, what songs are like on theme with this? So I don't know. Do you want to do your list? Or do you want me to do my list first? Or you want to alternate? Let's alternate. Well, I, I, oh gosh, I need to grab my phone. Because I sent you a couple tracks that I had been thinking about, um, on on par with the six things thing, uh, yeah. Don got me a copy of um, King Ink, which is an old book, but it's a, a collection of Nick Cave's lyrics from the birthday party and some oh, nice. Bad Seeds lyrics, along with some plays and some um, other kooky writings. Yeah. And um, this is a reissue from uh, 21361, which is uh, Rollins. Um, oh, that's cool. A publishing house in L.A., but... There are Zoo Music Girl is not necessarily relevant, but it's one of my favorite songs ever. But I was thinking of Dead Joe. Let's see if I can find Dead Joe in here. Yeah, I've I've got um, your uh, I've got your list that you sent to me. 
Yeah, if so you there's want me Dead to Joe. Coach and you. then a, a classic um, TSOL's Code Blue, which uh-huh. is about sneaking into a morgue and <laughs> fooling around with a dead person. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, and anything by Nina Hagen, because she's just like German and out there and weird. <laughs> You know, like the, the same people who would listen to Kraftwerk and yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, end times, yeah. Yeah. Um, would would be into that stuff. So that's that's where I was going. I was going kind of uh, like an Eastern European kind of mood. Yeah, that's like very... Um, with that. Like Cold War. This mm-hmm. all feel like very Cold War, end of times kind of thing. Cold yeah. War, long winter. Yeah. Bread lines. Yeah, mine, mine is... <laughs> I don't know if mine could be more opposite. Oh, good. It's a good balance. Though. So my first one is Jailbreak by Thin Lizzy. And I love that song. Which is just... The whole record is great. It's so good. Thin Lizzy's so good. But He's, just like that... They're so good. Um, the All idea right, of like people, why not? breaking out of that... We gotta get the fuck out of here. This is happening. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, then I was thinking of Songs of Love by Ben Folds, which is about how he's up in his apartment mm. looking out at the world happening and he's just writing these stupid songs about love and all these mm. people down there having a good time and he's sequestered in his own home yes, working. on a sunny day. Mm-hmm. Uh, related in my room by the Beach Boys. Uh-huh. Just finding a safe space to be your stuff. And then... Yes, another great song. The mirror of that, uh, direct inspiration, is In the Garage by Weezer. Where I feel safe. Yep. No one cares about, about my ways yep. in the garage. And I then used to, man, I got I sent away for the lyric sheet for that whole album, and just like every other kind of '90s kid, people who were teens in the '90s. Were you a member of the Dude. Weezer fan club? No, I just sent. I oh, okay. uh, you could send, and they would send you yeah. uh, a lyric sheet. Like there's a note in the blue album, like yeah. send away for the lyrics at this address. Yeah. And you and they sent me back a packet and loved it, loved it. I was Brilliant literally lyrics like weird. Oh, I know. I love them. I was literally a card carrying member of the Weezer fan club. I had a a card in my. Mm. I have to find that somewhere because it's. I, I just like to see it. It'd be cute. Um, my final, my final, uh, coronavirus <laughs> quarantine song. Is yeah. I am a rock by Simon and Garfunkel. I am a nine. But again, like it's just yep. all about staying inside and yeah. I don't know. That's uh-huh. that's fun. I think the two of these th- these two playlists put them together. That's one fucking whacked out mixtape. That's good Heck stuff. Heck yeah, man. That's that's a great soundtrack for the KonMari. Everybody should be doing yeah. spring cleaning. Yeah. Real honest to goodness, spring cleaning, which is why like. Dumpster scores are going to be awesome. (laughs) All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. Along with the King Inc. thing, I have to tell you guys about one of my favorite books of all time. This is called The Roaches Have No King by Daniel Evan Weiss. Uh, And it's released by High Risk Books, and I love High Risk because they published John Giorno and Gary Indiana and a bunch of other weirdos. Um, but just, just it's incredibly well-written. The protagonist is, the main character is a cockroach named Numbers. <laughs> and, and 
he's in this scene. I'm just going to read a short bit from the scene toward the end of the book. He's being admonished by another cockroach um, for some of his behavior. And Bismarck, the other cockroach, says, The night of the dinner party, when you didn't return, you coward. They were lost. After months of dependence, they didn't know what to do. They'd forgotten how to take care of themselves. Now they're prey for anyone who will promise them anything. Going to the land of milk and honey doesn't sound any more bizarre than a lot of your schemes. And look at you and me. How can we explain this? They're in, they're in a roach trap, basically. Yeah. And now Numbers thinks, I was astounded. Except for my close friends, I'd never felt the slightest support from the colony. I never got help without offering a bribe. If citizens had been corrupted by my vision, I didn't see it. I couldn't believe that doing a little labor for a Cheerio or a waterbug shell once or twice could have such a profound effect. <laughs> for the most part, the citizens had watched and waited in the baseboard, selfish and lazy, while I worked. Oh my god. It should be a movie. It's incredible. That I, is amazing. I, I love this book back to front. There was back a, to front, I love it. There was a blurb on the back. If you could read it just for a second. I, all I saw was, it's it's funnier than Kafka's something. Can you read that blurb? It's maybe Funnier like... than Kafka's metamorphosis and manages to touch just as many social and metaphysical bases, an uncannily sharp analysis of modern manners and neuroses. Love it. When, yeah. when was it written? When did that book come out? <clears throat> oh, good question. Like, is it old um, or fairly new or... We're we're the first U.S. edition was ninety four, but we're okay. looking at the copyright going back to um, nineteen eighty eight. Oh wow! As the first, yeah. And so, I asked just because, like, like cool to think about what what social issues were happening then that inspired the the labor over the chair. You know what I mean? Like, what was he thinking about, and how to compare that with what was happening? then oh this you know this this is it's almost there's a little every there's an everyman approach but it's probably because pretty the, timeless yeah yeah, yeah. one of the reasons well he he uh daniel evan weiss leads it off with um the locusts have no king yet they go forth all of them by bands from proverbs huh. and uh the the reason why um this cockroach's name numbers is because when his particular uh when he was coming out of his larval stage and eating, they're all in this bookshelf and they're eating books mm -hmm. and the glue uh, along the um, the book band, and they're eating the Bible basically. Oh. They, they were all kind of born in the in the Bible, so all of his brothers and sisters have biblical names, which is uh, it's another brilliant throwback. Cool. And he's in this uh, he's in this apartment of this really crazy. Um, kind of neurotic guy named Ira. Um, <laughs> Is it Ira Glass? And then Iwa Glass. No. Um, <clears throat> but there's like, there's this cast of human characters that's also very interesting too. Yeah. In terms of what they do. So that's that's a super, super big favorite. All right. Find a copy of that. Well, I'm adding that to my Amazon cart along with, mm. with 80 pounds of toilet paper. Okay. Yeah, don't don't do that. No, I'm not going to. If you don't like the book, you can just, I mean, rip it up and wipe your ass with it. I've done that. There you with go. Books I don't like. Yeah, have you really? Heck yeah. Oh yeah. I've never oh done God. that. That's a good idea. I was so mad at a book once. I was like in the pool, <laughs> and then I left. What book was that? I, I was mad because it was good because it was making me feel things I was that I was not say, ready to feel. What about? I was, that was my next question: Is what about books that yeah. you're like? 
well, fuck you, because I, I wanted mm-hmm. to write this book, but you went ahead and did it first and better than I could. Dick. I've never felt that way in terms of like a like I wanted to write you. What's wrong with you? Why do you exist in this form? Now I'm ruined. Yeah. I've never felt that way. It's mostly like oh, this is so good and I'm so frustrated at the world and oh, being human, bro. <laughs> I wish I were a cockroach. Yeah. All right, my uh one of my that was a that was a long first sixth thing. That was good. Sorry. No, we picked that apart. That was Sorry, fun. not sorry. That's a favorite. That is a favorite. Um all right, it's a watch. My thing to do is a watch. Uh, big time adolescence. Uh, it's on Hulu. Big time adolescence. It's uh, starring Pete Davidson and oh god, what's the kid's oh, name? I love I him. Cannot remember the kid's name, but he was one of the documentarians in um, American Vandal, like those mockumentary on yes. Netflix. <laughs> it's a it's a coming of age. It's a Bildungsroman. Um, it's good. I mean, it's nothing super special. It's kind of funny. What I really like about it is that it's nice to see Pete Davidson, like, he's still kind of playing, like, his Pete Davidson character. Mm. Mm-hmm. But there's moments where he's acting, and it's just, like, cool to see him outside of oh. his normal Saturday Night Persona. Live stand-up realm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. big-time um, adolescence. Yeah. Great. That sounds like a great one. Um... Well, uh, keeping with the King theme, I realize, talking about King Ink and then the Roaches Have No King. Um, Do you and Katie play chess? We have never played chess together. I don't even know if she can play chess, actually. I can play chess. Cool. So I guess Um, no. No, we don't. Sorry, that was a terrible way to answer that question. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Well, I'm going to encourage everyone listening and you um, to go get out the dusty chess set and play. That's a good idea. And, and then um, Harry will try to eat the pieces, of course, but at the very least, if he sees you guys, guys playing, he might get interested. Chess is a game that, you know, after uh, a short period of time, like my brother and I have been playing checkers, like a fiend and my um, dad finally taught us how to play chess and um, it's it's the only game that I found that I feel like my brain is expanding when mm. I play it. I I feel like I'm using everything that I've got to play this game. Hmm. Um, it's uh, easy to learn, hard to master. Yeah. kind of thing. We so, we play a lot of card games. We play gin. We'll play Parcheesi, which is like sorry, you know. Ah. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. We we'll, we play board games. Well, yeah, we don't play chess. I bet you guys throw down on a badass game of Uno. Uh, yeah, she's really competitive though. Like, and she's uh, really, really even at like games of yeah. total chance. Like Parcheesi, like it's hard to have a strategy with Parcheesi. Is she a sore loser? No, I don't know. She never fucking loses. Oh, because she's that. I, she's that good. Oh my God. Yeah, I guess Parcheesi Ooh. does have some strategy, but no, I mean she's. Yeah, I don't know. I I never. I think the only thing I've ever beaten yeah. her in is maybe Battleship. Maybe once. You sunk my Battleship. Well, I yeah. recommend that you teach her how to play chess so chess that she is can good. Yeah. beat you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. T- <laughs> That's a good. I've got it written down. Play chess. Teach Katie to kick my ass. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. My next thing is another watch. It's watch uh, on Netflix. Stand-up comedy special. Mark Marin, End Times Fun. 
N times fun. Yeah, it's. Uh, I like him a lot too. It's a good one. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He has uh, takes a lot of good. Takes the piss out of the woke a little bit. Well, takes the piss out of everybody. He does it. He does it right. Yeah, it's good. it's good stuff. Good. Yeah. 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 He's he he's a good dad. If he's a dad to anyone, he's a good dad. I don't know that he is a dad, but I yeah. agree. He would. I could be see a, him being a good dad. He would be a good dad. So yeah. Cool. Loved right. all those dads out there, especially ones named Dave. Ah, uh, yeah. They're the best. Um, do you have one more? Three things? Do I? Should you? I think you should. Well, I, I started to talk about King Inc. a little a little early. Oh, all right. Um, that kind of lumps in with the playlist thing. But yeah. You want to count um, that one? We'll count that one. Yeah. Let's just call it Listen yeah, to Our Playlist. I'll, I'll throw these together on a Spotify playlist. We'll put them in the... Uh, Show notes. That that would be awesome. Well, actually, yes. but Don will actually have to put them in the show notes. So Don, as you're listening to this while editing, put the mm-hmm. damn playlist in the show notes. I'm gonna go make it right yeah. now. He will. All right. He will for sure. And we'll call we'll call a playlist "Literate Apes Quarantine Coronavirus Quarantine Playlist." So, Hooray! There you go. Well, I've got to go write my um, post-apocalypse so droid movie that's set in. Uh, some French Bahaman uh, island with, you know, it's sort of like Wally meets iRobot meets Ex Machina. Like, <laughs> there's one robot that's fixing all the other robots that yeah. are have sand in their joints and, you know, also speak Cajun French. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm going to go. If you're listening, Hollywood, I'm going to go do that right now. <laughs> Okay. Edibles kicking in. We got to go. Very good. Love you guys. Thank right. you, David. Talk to you later. That's the show. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Bye. Anna. Bye. You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>